pushy. Come on, move it. Shenanigans. See, that's perfect. You just did the opening right there. Yeah. One man show. Yeah, thank you very much. fans and welcome to the gentlemen of Elvian Leisure and I'm Dave and I'm Jason and I'm Fred thank God we started yeah Fred had a very pained look on his face when I started talking <laughs> I, I don't know if he does that all the time when I start talking Yikes. but uh, he looks very pained I hope nobody checks any of the video no well, he's usually very uh, very agreeable I, I am he's, 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 I don't know it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know if it's because we're doing it on a different day Maybe, Maybe a little, 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 little earlier in the day, too. A little earlier. Perfect. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just, um, yeah, I just, I, I figured I I wanted to say something. Ah. And I had to wait till you were finished. Well, of course, because I'm doing my intro. 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 <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've been listening to other podcasts. Now, there's, there's some that are really just radio. Is he cheating on us with other podcasts? <laughs> I'm not on other, not like Dave. Dave's oh. actually, you, also on I, other podcasts. I did one last week. Oh, wow. I have not, this is the only podcast I do, so oh, let's not, you, you know, okay. start casting aspersions. No. But I was noticing on this one, it's, it's more of an interview format. The other ones are actually just radio shows that they turn into podcasts, and so they've got production values, they got edit, they got, oh, they got oh, stuff yeah. going on. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. But these other ones is just a couple of yahoos, just a couple of actors. And they just they talk over each other all the time. Or the guest. Or the guest will start to make a joke, and the other guy will cut off the end of the joke because he thinks it's funny, and he's already laughing. Well, you think actors would know better because they, you know, you know, it's stepping on people's lines. You should yeah, know that. It's true. This is the difference between the improv talent You're who right. know to give and take and mm-hmm. actors who uh, need a cue line. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> if they don't hear the they just keep talking. Or if they hear something funny, they say, I'm going to start talking right now. <laughs> and so I was just listening to one, and it's uh, and the guy was, it was another actor that they've worked with, and, and it was interesting, but. I don't know if he could finish a whole sentence before the other guy started laughing or, or, or trying to one-up the joke. I'm going to crank the joke. Your joke is funny. I'm just going to throw a little something on top to make it funnier before you've actually finished your joke. Well, they need to listen to the gentleman of Elgin Leisure to see how a podcast is done. Exactly. Yes, we, we take we, our... We take... <laughs> <laughs> Except for that part. <sighs> right? <laughs> Oops. Well, oh, well. Can Never. we start over again? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> This is episode one. <laughs> the Gentleman of Elegant Leisure. Yeah. This is abs- actually and absolutely episode 83. Mm-hmm. And we are going to turn this thing around ideally the same day. Yeah. If you hear this on Saturday, August 10th, 1919. What is this? 2019. 2019. <laughs> I've got an old watch. <laughs> uh, we actually recorded this today. Yeah. But we uploaded an episode earlier today. That was somehow lost in the ether. Yes, it lost in cyberspace yeah. for a while. Yeah. Rediscovered. Yeah, a rediscovered lost episode. Yeah. We have theories as to why, but we don't actually know facts of why. What I, what I, one of the theories I hear, uh, you know, when I was doing a little bit of research on it, is that uh, Apple sucks. It was the one that came up quite often. <laughs> yeah, that's a few people. Yeah, it's it's a theory. I'm not sure it's true. No. Yes. Well, I but mean. 
I guess that's a theory. <laughs> but the fact that it took everything else, yeah. But that particular one. Mm. What I had read was that sometimes they just have issues. Oh, okay. So people try to upload, they, they, and they do what we did. They go through all their stuff. They check all their settings. They go, you know, da, 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 oh, yeah. and then it just, suddenly it goes, boop. And it was them all the, all the time. They had a little glitch that day, and so it just, um, mm. anyway. Well, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to blame Apple for this. I think I'm going to blame me. Yeah. Even though I did everything I, I think. You could blame Apple, because it seems to be... Um, Kind of fussy about what sort of words you can use in. Well, me, well, yeah, that could be. Well, if, it tur- if, it, sure. if it turns out that it was an accent aigu. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the word I was looking for. I can't remember what it was called. But yeah, that uh, you took that out. That may that's... explain why the French cannot upload podcasts. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's why it does not make a sense because yeah. palm. <laughs> as it's called in France <laughs> that doesn't even have any problems or issues um, uh, so it, it could have been that but there's another thing that I might have done mm. and this relates to oh. to the podcast story oh, in that I was on Sneaky Dragon's previous oh. episode yeah. episode 400 wow this guy's got to get a life oh. 400 yeah and in the meantime of doing their 400 episodes, mm-hmm. they, they did one of ours. Right. That's right. <laughs> they did. They got a job. They and they did complete Beatles, mm-hmm. where they went through all of the Beatles recordings. They did a Marx Brothers podcast, where they must have talked about all the Marx Brothers shorts and movies. They did a Tintin podcast, where they went through all of the <laughs> really? Tintin wow. books. Wow, they're really for the minutiae. I, I had no idea that they did Tintin. I know. And they got another one coming out soon that I won't mention because I don't know if it's official yet. Oh. Right. And so, right. yeah. anyway, four, 400. And I mentioned to my cousin Dave, because he's sort of my only other person I know that, that I can talk to about podcasts. I said, have you ever had a time when iTunes did not pick up your podcast? And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky him. Really? And he said, did you upload it as a podcast? And I said, I think so. What else could you upload it as? Well, see, when I do, when I do it, because we're, we're using slightly different technology, different technology yeah. we record it here mm-hmm. on Audacity, right. and you save it as an MP3. Mm-hmm. I take it to my house, mm-hmm. where I take that MP3 and I put it into GarageBand, do what I have to do with it, mm-hmm. and then it has a little button that says uh, share, right? And it says send, uh, send recording. I save it as an MP3 again. Mm-hmm. Do I save it as an MP3? Yeah, I do. And then it's then it sends it to iTunes as a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, did I hit a wrong button? Did I not send it to iTunes as a podcast in the first place? Did I just send it there as something else? Yeah. You sent it as a hot lunch. I sent it as a hot lunch. I got <laughs> that, that explains the that thank explains you. Now. Why, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So those two episodes up today, wow. our 81 yep. finally mm-hmm. showed up on iTunes, although I'm sure everybody's already heard it. I know my Uncle Jack watched the uh, video of it. Well, maybe that would I should have done that. Uh, and uh, otherwise, you could have heard it on the site mm-hmm. in numerous ways. Mm-hmm. But now it's yeah. delivered right into your uh, yeah. handheld devices. You, yeah. Yeah. I downloaded the MP3 to my phone. And I have no idea how to find it or where it went or how to listen to it. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, maybe it's harder than I thought. <laughs> so we're back with two episodes. We're, we're back. Yeah. Right. What are we making today? 
Well, you had a suggestion. Yes, I had a suggestion. I suggested a... Uh, I came across a story, uh, which I didn't know there was such a museum. I think it was called the American Jewish Museum or something in, in New York. And mm-hmm. it was doing a retrospective of the work of Leonard Cohen, who's a Canadian. Yes. And uh, apparently Leonard uh, invented a cocktail called the Red Needle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, well, it looks kind of easy, <laughs> which we always love. We love easy. We love yeah. easy. And I thought, well, it'd be kind of a neat thing to sort of tie in. So that's what we got. I, I don't know what the other cocktail is. You've, uh, you it, said you found something that might complement it. I did. Well, in the fact that it is even easier. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me. You always have to one up me on cocktails. I can't. If we can't one up each other yeah. on jokes, we yeah. have to do it on cocktails. Uh, I heard the, the two names for this drink, though the Leonard Cohen one. Mm-hmm. I've heard it called the Red Needle, mm-hmm. and I've also heard it called Red Needles. Ah. And that it was created when he was in Needles, California. Oh. oh. Perhaps recording there for something on one of his. There's only gas station there. Isn't there in Needles, California? <laughs> it's not much. Not much. Spike storage is there. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't realize. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. I must admit, my research was done 15 minutes ago ah. in the two minutes before I left work to come here. Ah. And I wanted to print up a copy of it. And I was like, well, there's this one. And then there was one that was called it Red Needles. Mm. Well, now, was he a heroin addict at any time in his life? I don't believe so. Oh, that's good. Because that would be a, yeah. a gross... Oh, yeah, no, that'd be kind of a dark... Uh, yeah. You know, that means dark. He's somber. But he was a Buddhist. He was a Buddhist, yeah. So, no, I don't think he... Uh, Which isn't the same thing. I think he may have had a little too much alcohol. He invented a cocktail. Right. No, I'm not aware of him being a drink. Are you aware of him being a Buddhist? I am aware of him being a Buddhist. And he's Jewish? He was Jewish. Well, he's Jewish. Jewish. And Buddhist. So he's a Judist? (laughs) Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I'm more interested in the whole needles connection. Yeah, I know. Because I'm, I'm trying to, think, yeah. Because we've, I've been through needles. You've been no, through needles. I have been through needles. I've been through needles several times. Oh yeah, because you've, it's on your way to Las Vegas. Right. It's uh, not a lot there, but it's a nice little desert town. And, uh, you know, watch what you do with your fruit if you bring it across the border. I had my first chili hamburger there. Oh! A hamburger? Mm -hmm. (laughs) With a big helping of chili on it. Yeah. It wasn't my idea. No. But I had it. (laughs) Whose idea was it? My father-in-law. Oh, I see. You thought it was quite neat that you'd have a chili burger. Sure. So I had one. What the hell? I thought you had ordered a regular burger and he mm-hmm. scooped chili onto it right out of his bowl. Yeah. So yeah. now you got a chili burger. Yeah, how do you like that? Isn't that neat? That's why they call this town Needles. And he said, no, it's Needles. Like the uh, no, cactus. No, it's neat. It's yeah. like it's neat. Needles. <laughs> like the needles. needles. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Uh, so in Leonard Cohen's cocktail recipe, uh, I got this learned how to make the red needle. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's yeah. learn that. Back in 1975, poet and singer-songwriter Leonard Cohen created a cocktail that he called the red needle. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or red needles. Yeah. We're going to call it the red needle, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, here's how to make it. If you'd like to entertain your friends with a few red needles, which they call, <laughs> and you feel you must have a recipe, here's something too smooth to go by. I don't know what that means. Into one very tall glass, which we're not going to do because we're just making itty-bitty ones, uh, put about half full of crushed ice. Then you put in two ounces of tequila, mm-hmm. a slice of lemon, yeah. and enough cranberry juice to top up the glass. It says here to serve it with Montreal smoked meat sandwiches. Oh, <laughs> like I'm looking forward to that. Now, what's a cosmopolitan? 
Uh, Cosmopolitan's. Uh, oh god. Vodka and cranberry yeah, got, juice. Uh, very. Well, it's, it's just a splash of cranberry juice. It's got. Uh, see, I've got my recipe in, in my head, and it's got uh, uh, grapefruit in it. But yeah, apparently the traditional one has got. What's got? I think it's vodka, tequila. Does it have rum as well? It's got a, it's a real mishmash. Sounds like a time for the internet. That's yes, right. I But there think is so. something that is like a vodka and cranberry juice. It's yeah, well, vodka it's, and cranberry juice. It's the vodka and cranberry juice, or what they, I think it's the crantini. Right? Yeah, so that's the that's vodka and cranberry juice and maybe a twist of lemon or something. Uh, the Cosmo is a little bit more involved in that, so, and Dave will let us know what that is. Excellent. But this is gonna. This is basically tequila and cranberry juice with yeah. a, some lemon. Yeah. Um, do you want me to squeeze lemon in or just put a slice in, like he says? Uh, well, Why don't we do a little wedgie wedge and give it a squirt? Yeah, wedgie, and then it'll drop it in. Squirt. So cosmopolitan traditionally is a half ounce of fresh lime juice, one ounce of cranberry juice, half an ounce of Bontro, and one one and a half ounces of vodka citron. Yes, that's right. Yeah, supposedly that was. Uh, it's the internet. It was right. Can't be wrong. No, that's it. Right. So uh, the it was the introduction of vodka citron that sort of prompted ah, the, the creation yeah, of that. There you go. Um, I, I I make one differently than that for some reason. Hmm. And you were thrown out of the international bar because uh, it really was. Yeah, because I insisted <laughs> on calling it. Was that guy's word. name? The the uh, <laughs> Oscar Hamo. Oscar <laughs> personally <laughs> tossed you out on he your hair. He did. Out on his he ear. Was, he was 97 years old, but <laughs> he's got a grip of steel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Wow. So let's put a couple of cubes of ice yeah. in here. And so Dave's getting one of the little tiny yeah, glasses. I just, yeah. I just, How's it? Okay. Good luck with that. Would you like me to do something for you? you uh, any, no, I already any did any it. Prep work? No. Where no. I could get anything I can get. You could vamp a little bit because you went to the Elks Hall in oh, Tacoma. Oh, did I? I did. Uh, no, I went to the Elks Hall in Tacoma, and uh, that's quite the place. I told you that it was quite the place, yeah, though, and, didn't and I? Yeah, and you, you don't lie about that. No, that I did not lie about. No. So it, um, no, we were there, and we stayed two nights, and um, I eventually got the uh, the passport, which uh, just kept us busy. <laughs> going from room to room getting stamps. <laughs> but uh, we had a, a few drinks. Uh, it's it's we, we, Our schedule got all mucked up, and which is sort of what happens when you're trying to drink and get things stamped and, and hang around the town. You, you're eating at odd hours and so. Uh, but no, we went to all the rooms. We found the secret room. Um, and I didn't bring uh, the mug from the old timey place. No, the... Uh, the old hangout. The old hangout. Yeah, I have a mug from there, which was my prize for filling out my passport. Uh, funny story, I then uh, put it through the washing machine in, in the, my shorts, and so it's disintegrated. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Laura talked to them, and I think, I think they're going to um, send a replacement. Very nice. So we'll see if that actually happens. Uh, in the book it says, yeah, if you don't register it online, it will never send you a replacement, but apparently if you... Tell, tell them that your husband's an idiot. Uh, they, they'll cut you some slack. All things are forgiven. That's right. Wow, this was so quick. I didn't. You're too quick for my camera. I yes. know. I, I, I did. I uh, into yeah. this drink. I put uh, ice. Then I put in. Uh, well, it calls for two ounces. I pared it down of uh, tequila, and then I uh, squeezed in a lemon wedge, and then I topped it up with cranberry juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, cranberry so cocktail. It's uh, a Leonard Cohen. Now, <laughs> unfortunately, Dave, you might have to have a sip of mine. Try yours first, but I think because yours is such a 
it. Cheers. It's a proportions might be a little bit wonky. Yeah, you might have got mine a little bit more mm. tequila here. Is it good? Oh, it's delicious. It's got oh. uh, the repositos got a nice because this is we use the Casadores uh, tequila reposito, so it's an aged tequila. So it's got a little bit of little something something. Yeah, it's a little nice on the nose. It's a it's a smooth tequila. It is very smooth. I actually like this very much. Yeah, and so do I. Tequila is often a scary drink for people mm-hmm. yeah. because everybody got really drunk on tequila. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> or they got in that one of those deals. Wow. I, this, I, I've never been to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, but one of my fears of Mexico, I have many fears of Mexico. One <laughs> <laughs> of them. One of them was some people I knew went on a trip, and this is not going to happen to me, and I can say no anyway. But no, you're good at that. This was a story, and I saw the picture where they had taken people. Was on a tour. They'd gone from the resort to some place in town, Mm -hmm. and they had like a barber chair. Yeah. And they would put you in it, and then they would spin it and spin it and spin it or something, and then they would like you'd put a funnel in your mouth and pour tequila in you and spin you and spin you and spin you again. And it seems like, as I say, you should be able to get out of this. Yeah. And yet, the fact that people were doing this and they had a chair set up for I believe it. that's what um, what the CIA uses in, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, to, to try and crack uh, foreign spies. Yeah. It's the same, uh, same basic thing. Yeah, they used LSD, but... <laughs> <laughs> and then just, yeah, just, just to be sure, they gave you a little LSD, but <laughs> I think I'd crack with the tequila and the barber chair. I think that's, uh, that's, that'd wow. do it for me. So I, I would. I, that's until Mexico can guarantee that that's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to their <laughs> to their fair country. I hear it's lovely. Mm. It's very warm. Oh, not if you heard that. I've heard that. Did you want a sip of this to see if it tastes any different there, Davy? All right. I'll have a sip of yours actually for the hell of it because what's, it, it doesn't have that bite. Now maybe it's because of the that you're fine. Um, uh, cranberry cocktail from the good people of President's Choice. Mm, the President's Choice. Le choix de President. Oui. Oui. Um, but um, but this, this is good. Uh, I guess because the te- this tequila, or maybe it's it's a kind of a complex, maybe a little bit. I don't know. It just got a lot of, it just seems that there's a lot more flavor there than two ingredients would uh, would imply. Yes, well, the, the cocktail that's in the cranberry. Oh. Got apple juice. You start too, with probably. a cocktail. You just add something to it. <laughs> just add some more. <laughs> That's a good point. But it's a great way to drink tequila, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Very civilized. It's, 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 here's what happens for. Maybe you just said this, and after that, I apologize because I really wasn't listening. I was thinking about a text I just got. I hear you. <laughs> Cranberry cocktail, I find, can sometimes be quite. Yep. Did you say that it had an edge as well? No, I didn't. Okay. I was, didn't want to slag them. But it's true. The tequila takes the edge off of that, yeah. and the, the, it takes the edge off the tequila, yeah. and the lemon tastes like lemon and has no edge either. This is no. the dullest drink. <laughs> no edge at all. No edge at all. Just it's but, as dull but, as Leonard's voice. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the, the, you do need the lemon. I think without the lemon, it would be lesser of a drink. It does. It's not yeah, like a, no. just a... An afterthought. I think it's strict, it's completely necessary. Yes. I think the squeeze, the little squeezy squeeze, uh, made a difference. This is one of those dangerous drinks, I think, because this is the one that if you were to make it for the first time and you were at home, mm-hmm. you'd say, "Well, geez, you'd gobble it down." You say, "I'm going to have another one," yeah. not realizing that every time you had one of these easy drinking drinks, you're also getting two ounces of tequila <laughs> dumped into you. So yeah, that barber chair in your basement starts to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Strapping your seatbelt. Spin, spin, spin. So no, I am a fan of the red needle. Yeah, well, that's great. 
Thank you, Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Get him on the phone, the, would you? He's the best. Um, I was just going to look and see. Um, so, you, oh, you're going to say something more about... Uh, I wanted... To, I felt like we've... You've done it? Because there's an element of haste to this, which maybe we don't need to have, mm-hmm. other than the fact that Fred has to go to a party and we got to get Meh. this uploaded. No. And Dave has a... Uh, has a, a Masonic Lodge meeting tonight. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to pass my Masonic <laughs> rights tonight. I don't want to gloss over anything. So the so you went to the McMenamins, Tacomas, and mm-hmm. Elks, and you stayed two nights in the interior room. And yep. that wasn't weird? Yeah. Oh. Although, it's, you know, my, my pet, it's weird. Because no windows look outside. No windows. Wow. They look all, out into the hall. That's wow. right. So yeah, because it's I guess it was a maybe a ballroom of I some sort, so. one of their many two ballrooms. Yeah, and so they built like a little motel inside this atrium, and uh, it's not that busy. You know, not that many people walking by at night. Right. But what I did find is it is because of where it is, uh, they've got the, the blackout shades. It's it was the darkest hotel room I've ever slept in, <laughs> and I also had no idea what time it might be when I got up when I when anytime I woke up because normally you sort of get a little you know you get a little shadow of light past the curtains right so you can say oh, there's nothing there oh it's it's coming up maybe it's four thirty I can tell because there's just a, a shade just a little bit of nothing right it could be. Four in the morning, it could be six, ten, midnight, noon. You have no way of knowing what time it is. So it was kind of a weird thing that way. Do they change the lighting outside in the atrium it, at all? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does dim in the evening. Oh, okay. Because they've got some lights way, way up that, that are sort of the daylight spectrum. Yes, plus amazing plus lights. Those lamp, the plus lamps another and... 60 chandeliers. <laughs> chandeliers, yeah. Including the one from the uh, opera house in Seattle. Which oh, was, we we tried to find it. He said it's on the on this floor. We were looking around. We went up to the floor above and looked around. And I I, I think I I don't know if we can see it. And so, but we we, so we went went back to the room. And I went to the room and I looked up. Oh, there it is. It's literally hanging right above where we sleep. <laughs> I hope that thing doesn't fall. Oh, that's a good question. So, in your room, mm-hmm. what's above you? A ceiling? It's a ceiling. So, they built a little motel right. inside this room. So, you so couldn't see a... the chandelier from inside no. your room? No. That's what I was thinking. So, oh, wait, yeah. They didn't put any roofs on? No, it's wow. noisy, as, <laughs> no. noisy as hell. Yeah, no, it's, it was quiet. Right. It was dark. It was great. Little, it's a tiny room, but meh, no fridge. So, you got to eat. No leftovers. You got to eat everything. That's right. <laughs> or at least leave it on the table. No, nope. I'm going to come back down for this. <laughs> I'll come back down. Around, <laughs> normally around 3.30, I'm feeling a bit peckish. So don't be surprised to see me wandering I'll, the hall. I'll, I'll wear a robe. Don't worry. Did you find the, the tiniest floor? There's like a fourth floor or something? Uh, there's no fifth floor. Okay. As near as we could tell. Maybe that's the maybe that's the time that's Wait. super small. Yeah, I, I I couldn't find it, and maybe one of the other stairwells went there, but not the one we were we were using. So, uh, we, we, they did. Laura did have a weird drink. One of them she had a dark and stormy, which she likes. Mm-hmm. We, we, we did a dark and stormy. We had a darker and stormier too. That's right. And then it's so even even darker, even and darker. And so it came in a glass about this big. Okay. <laughs> so it was, you know, the two ounces of rum. And, uh, you know, three quarters of an ounce of ginger beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ooh. Laura said, I, this, uh, no, this is just rum. And so she asked for, a, you know, 
you know, garçon. Yeah, she did that. And you didn't see anybody for the rest of the trip. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, she, so she said, well, you know, that's not really... Can I get a little more uh, ginger beer in a, in a maybe in a taller glass? And the woman said, what, you want the rest of the bottle? <laughs> no, I, I want a bigger glass and the rest of the bottle. And, and then I'll pour this in. And at that point, the waitress saw her tip evaporating. And so she, I'll, I'll take care of it. So she brought it out. And it tasted like just like a dark and stormy. Well, bless my soul. I know. What? It's a weird thing that it would happen that way. But who doesn't know that a dark and stormy is a tall drink and not a short drink? I don't know. This one. Our, that's ours, ours was pretty short, wasn't it, when we made it? <laughs> no, I think. But we get the proportions right. So, I mean, we do a, and we do a scale, scale version of it. A scaled-down model. Uh, but otherwise, the drinks were pretty good. The, but the old hangout was the best, yes. as far as the drinks go. It is a mix-up, though. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a tiki bar. No, and I think that's maybe what I said. It, it's, you did. It's an exotic. Yes. It's got everything because it's got that Chinatown element. Mm-hmm. It's a if, it, like if it was a if they called it an opium den, you'd go ah <laughs> yeah. yeah no, that makes sense. This yeah. is an opium den. Wow. Because yeah, neon from Chinatown mm-hmm. as well as tiki stuff. Yeah. It almost feels like, um, and I don't know what this feels like. Nineteen fifties San Francisco. Yeah, it's you a see that? you yeah. know it's a, a port. Right, sort of multi influences, cultural influences. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at my Instagram feed. It's the only way I remember anything anymore is what I post. Oh. <laughs> I had the Day of the Dead cocktails in in, one, uh, in a tiki mug. A couple Very of jalapeno nice. peppers for the horns. I think Dave might have seen that. Oh yeah, and and so this is and this is what I get. So this is not this is not a criticism. It's just if you think it's a tiki bar, it's more than that. It's got a lot of wide variety. So this one had uh, reposito tequila, reposito tequila, ginger syrup, grapefruit and lime juice, and cayenne pepper and cayenne pe- ground cayenne pepper and then a cayenne pepper garnish so it was a little had a little bit of a bite to it right a little um, little burny burn uh, although I did find the ginger syrup wasn't really uh, as strong as I would have liked but uh, otherwise it was just fine right um, but uh, yeah that was and then what did, what did Laura had she had a Singapore sling and it was actually pretty good they did it the right way so this is the old style this isn't the cloyingly sweet version that uh, we remember coin not cloying. Coin, sorry, <laughs> I've been drinking the coin like sweet uh, one with uh, you know made with red syrup mm. uh, from the you know back in the seventies. So it would be more like a Raffles. It was, yeah, not which I was surprised, at, but it was really really good. Uh, I also had a Corpse Reviver and uh, a little bit a little bit too much absinthe, but you know you're gonna get that. It was still pretty good. It's a Corpse Reviver. I wonder what they use for absinthe down there. That would be interesting to know. I'm trying to remember who. Uh, let me just see if I can find it because I might have because uh, they do a lot of the McMenamins like to use their own stuff, right? So that's their that's mm. their their jam, and so they uh, they prefer to use. So if if it wasn't so if McMenamins doesn't have their own absinthe, I let me just see if I can uh, I can find that for you here. Very yeah. So absinthe still illegal in the states, is it? No, uh, no, I think they brought it back no, they, there. They realized that it was all just a, <laughs> a horrible mistake. Yeah. Oh, maybe I don't have that. Uh, which, uh, you know, we went to a few. We went to a few bars. Uh, maybe I don't have the recipe for that. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh what's this? What's this? Uh, uh, sorry, uh, you know, this is the worst kind of radio. 
But uh, just going to see if they have. If I, if I to... <laughs> what do you mean? The fact that I'm texting and you're trying to look <laughs> yeah, at I'm, I'm reading. So anyway, I, yeah, I don't know who's. Uh, but yeah, though there's a lot of uh, a lot of absences absences available in the states now. So yeah, it could have been anybody. But yeah, that was good. Uh, we had a few a few good drinks there. We tried to get donuts at the place up the hill. They ran out. They sold out of donuts, and so they closed. Oh, I didn't yeah. know there was a donut facility in the area. Yeah, I think since 1940 or something like oh, that. Oh. So that was uh, something we were looking forward to. Uh, it didn't, didn't play out, but uh, so we, yeah, we. I think we spent. We wandered around, looked at the, you know, antique row. There's some neat antique places. I, I'm finding it's got a bit of a uh, early Portland vibe now. I was going to say because Dave used to visit Tacoma-ish because he used to go to Gig Harbor all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tacoma, I think the saving grace for Tacoma is the saving grace of Portland. Mm-hmm. Tacoma was too close to Seattle. Yep. If you're traveling somewhere, you're going past it. <laughs> going past That's it. right. Plus, you're going to the airport. Yeah. And Portland is either we for Vancouverites, you had to get past Portland if you were driving, unless mm-hmm. you were going to Portland. Yep. And Seattle is too close to Portland. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Tacoma's close to Seattle, so it grew up in its own thing. It's got that great port. Yep. Obviously, but Seattle has a great port too. So I don't, I don't know. I think it just got, I don't want to say it's bypassed, because it's certainly a going concern, but it has a different a different vibe. Yeah. It, um, Tacoma, Washington's Portland. <laughs> That's a slogan. That's right. 2019. Uh, we did a little, I did a little bit of reading, because I wanted to see how, how it managed the, all these cool buildings, and a lot of them are still empty. Mm-hmm. But they're for sale now. So these guys, McMinimans bought it 12 years ago, they bought this property before Anderson School. Yeah, it, this has been in the works a long time. But uh, it was hard, so they did Anderson School first. And so it was $34 million to, to change that over. Oh, I can believe it. I mean, it's amazing what <laughs> oh, they It's huge, and, and everybody in the area is really happy about it. For, I'm for, glad. Judging by the signs they hung on the buildings. <laughs> Welcome, McMenamins. Kitty Corner on the backside. we got to get you down there sometime, Dave. Uh, Kitty Corner on the back side, there's another old city hall or something, and that was going to be developed by McMenamins too, yep. but now the project was even huger and more, and they had to back out of that one. Right. Maybe that could be something in the future, I don't know. Like down the hill? That, that the one with the clock tower? With the clock tower, yeah, oh, that was yeah, going to be it as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's easily like four times the size of this place. <laughs> yeah, and they were going to do the boat. It would have been like <laughs> if McMenamins built the Bellagio. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but it's cool and there's it, you know, like there's a lot of stuff sort of popping up in the neighborhood. It's becoming quite quite an interesting little locale. But yeah, it died in the basically it really died in the seventies, and I guess that's when uh, the Elks moved out. Mm. Uh, and then it was uh, it, it was used for a bunch of other stuff for twenty years, but it had been empty for twenty years before these guys bought it. Well, the pictures of it with the graffiti and the damage that had been done on yeah. the inside. It I guess they're lucky bones. that that top the roof must have held. Yeah. You know, all you need is that roof to go. But uh, but yeah, that's great. And uh, so I'd like to go back there again. Then we went to the, the car museum the next day. We went to a little um, cafe for breakfast. I know it was close to the because it said no event parking in their parking lot, so it's close to where we were going to go. <laughs> called Alfred's. It's kind of a neat little little place. Bacon and eggs. Uh, the bar was already open, which is nice. <laughs> it's one of those places. So it was the bar, and then the checkered. You know, plastic tablecloths for the, all the tables and stuff. So nice. you get uh, you can get your chicken fried steak. There's no bagels. If you're looking for a bagel, no, you can get sausage and and uh, biscuits, so, uh, sausage gravy and biscuits. Very traditional. Yeah, very traditional. I did not have that. 
Because it's hit and miss. Because it was well, hit and There's miss. There's always and, a bone in it. <laughs> for some reason, we were we 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 had a the, that one full day that we, we we that evening we sort of packed a lot of drinks into a very short period of time, and so um, I was able to handle the bacon and eggs, but sausage and gravy and uh, biscuits. But that was great. Uh, and then that that weekend we came back, we had uh, people over for cocktails and we had uh, four drinks. Oh, I thought you meant back at the hotel. Back at the well, hotel, we met people and we had them over. Yeah. That's wrong. So we came Don't back on Friday, and then <laughs> Sunday, no Mon- Monday night, we had a few people over. We owed somebody uh, um, some drinks for taking care of our cats, or almost doing it last fall. And so what did I do? I did the corpse survivor. Uh, I did. Um, Oh, the, the um, um, uh, Buffalo Negra. Oh, we did got the Buffalo, a few balls first, first, Yeah, first time we've done that in, in a few years. The Buffalo Negra, uh, Corpse Survivor, Vieux Carré, and Mai Tai. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mai Tai, he said. <laughs> everybody, everybody was a little bit shaky the next day. Good. They had three, and everybody, I said, well, was that enough? I mean, I can do another one. And they said, oh, yeah. That's the undoing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that fourth might die <laughs> over six hours. Too much. Then it turns out that the people that keep track of that kind of stuff. Yep. They know what they're talking about. But they were all good. It was good. They, they never had to, They didn't know these are younger folk. Uh, if they're listening, Rebecca and uh, her husband, uh, Jesse, her guy. So they, they were unfamiliar with the tiki phenomenon at all, completely because they're in their late 20s, early 30s. I don't ask. No, no, no. Because you're old. You don't care. And I don't care. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they, they said, well, what is it? I don't understand. They're from, they've, they've lived in Australia for three years. They'd never heard of it. And he, he, he was a bartender down there. Not, not familiar with the term tiki. Wow. Is that Polynesian? <laughs> well, it's a North American thing. Well, true, I guess. But you think that some tiki culture would leak over into Australia. Like authentic tiki culture yeah, would come yeah. through well, the they Cook just call it, I think they just call it Polynesian. Oh, I guess they could. Now, why would they call it tiki unless, you know, Trader Vic or Don the Beachcomber had been down there? Not true enough. But anyway, they didn't know. So I felt obligated to make them a Mai Tai and say, this is the... <laughs> and, and direct their next day. And direct their <laughs> Direct the next day. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Anyway. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, you know, else who went cocktailing was young Dave Coyne here. Yeah. Who's jo- surprise, surprise, little fella. Yeah. Who's yeah. joined our yet. ranks of going to Clive's Classic Lounge in the Chateau Victoria yeah. in the wonderful city of Victoria, well, our sp- capital city. Mm-hmm. I'll spill a little story about that while I throw this together. Oh, well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take video while you're throwing that together. Oh, so I'll have to multitask, I guess. Multitask. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna, are you, you're gonna, he's oh. gonna talk. Well, you can't, because you're going to talk about how you're making the drink. Why don't you make the drink? And okay. We'll talk about yeah, I'll make the drink. should have written this down. This is why we need a script. So this is, uh, I'll tell you this. This is the hottest new drink of 2013. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. But I spent the date on this podcast. I thought this is... I found out about it last week, and oh, I was okay. already skeptical. Oh, sure, because 2013, people thought a lot of things were great. This is, uh, this is, uh, I don't even, uh, a girl at work mentioned that her friend was going to the liquor store to buy this wine. This wine 
It's uh, $6.99 on sale at the what? liquor store. $6.99, which means you can get it in the States. It's probably free based, based on the way <laughs> liquor prices work. Yeah. It's called New Age, which I immediately disparaged already by calling it. It's pronounced Newage. It New rhymes age. with sewage. <laughs> yeah. Because it can't be that good. It's a five on the sweetness level. So it means wow. it's super sweet. It's low, and they say here that it's dolce naturel, naturally sweet. Mm-hmm. It's low alcohol. It's only 8.5%. <sighs> and so, and, <laughs> okay. it's a, and it's a wine from Argentina. It says it's Argentina's most popular white wine. Uh-huh. It's a refreshing blend of 90% Torontes and 10% Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. It has vibrant, fruity, and floral aromas of great intensity. Balanced acidity leads to soft, semi-sweet flavors. The slightly effervescent mouthfeel makes this an extremely refreshing, vivacious, and sensual wine, leaving you wanting more. Ooh. We're going to mix that with tequila? Exactly. Well, you could, actually. But the, <laughs> the, 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 the drink uh-huh. is called either a tincho or a tinko. It's probably a tincho. This is the, like the national drink of... Well, I did a little bit of research on the New Age uh, site. It's named after a beloved uh, Bianchi patriarch, Valentin Eduardo Tincho Bianchi, who invented the drink one hot summer afternoon. Huh. Now, I'm going to tell you, yeah? it's not much of an invention. <laughs> but, well. it's, but it's a good drink, and it's very much like the Red Needle in that yeah. it's just have to dump, <laughs> dump crap into a, <laughs> into a glass. Really? Yes. You might have had a little bit of heat stroke. Have you uh, had one of these? I have, because I bought six bottles. <laughs> well, at that price, how could you not? How could you not? It's cheap uh, at twice the price. I had to try it first to make sure that it was, because it's barely a cocktail. Mm. Yeah. Well, we're barely bartenders. True enough. Oh, give, little, little tiny ice little for Dave. That's kind of cute. So it actually has a little bit of natural fizz in it. And if you put it in a really cold fridge, the yeah. kind of cold fridge that will actually freeze part of your stuff, it mm. will explode in your fridge. That mm. was not nice. And if you're lucky enough to be standing there, you can clean it up, which is what happened to me. As I was oh. making coffee one morning, I heard this bang come from the little fridge, and I thought, what's that? And then I heard, bloop, 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 bloop. Oh. And I went, what is that? <laughs> and I opened it up, and yep. that's what had happened. Oh. Okay. So, there's, so it, there's a slight effervescence to so it. So your little fridge has a freezer? My little fridge has a little tiny freezer up top. Yeah. Oh, cute. Mine doesn't. Oh, well, then you'll never have the problem that I did. <laughs> I guess not. So what do you do with the lime? I'm going to make just a little... Uh, actually, I cut it immediately wrong the first time. That's all right. We're gonna, I was just going to make a little wedge because it actually calls for about a quarter ounce. Mm-hmm. And whoever makes the lime, as we know, manages mm. to get about an ounce into them. Right. So how are you going to do that? Are you going to squeeze them by hand? I am. I'm going to do a half squeeze. You and that? you know what's neat is the other day the cat jumped on my hand and uh-huh. I don't remember it until I either put on uh, lemon juice or lime juice on my hand <laughs> oh. <laughs> or a little yeah. bit of mustard. What reminds you of that? Um, I don't know. Oh. I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Squeeze a little bit of lime in your drink. Oh, whoops. And on Dave's table. We'll give Dave a little bit into his tiny glass. Oh, here. yeah. No, he gets a little tiny... Squeezy, squeeze. And then, I mean, this, it seems so wrong. You don't even, you're not supposed to put wine over ice. No. But Mr. Tincho said, let's do it. Mr. Tincho, or Mr. Newage, as we like to call him. 
and it's a refreshing drink. And, and so uh, you can get this anywhere. I guess so, but I'd only just heard about it because of this uh, secondhand story. Sorry, and what is it called again? Tincho. And what are we calling the drink? It's the Tincho. Oh, the, the wine is New Age. Yeah. Right. The drink is Tincho. What was the guy's name? It's named after him. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, lot of, attention. a lot of foreign names in there. Oh, my hands stink so much. <laughs> that is a... Oh, well, it looks oh, good. Here's to Mr. Tincho. Tincho with a T. T-I-N-C-A. This is the classic New Age white Tincho. Six ounces of uh, New Age white wine, a quarter ounce of lime juice, and garnish with a lime wheel or a wedge. Combine all ingredients in a large wine glass. I mean, it seems easy enough. It is. It's it's, um, surprisingly uh, a refreshing drink. Well, it shouldn't be surprisingly refreshing. A little bit of a fizz. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, nice sweetness from the wine that's cut with the or, uh, sweetness from the wine that's cut by the lime, and uh, you sit outside and you drink this all afternoon. Yeah, and crawl into bed. There's a drink underneath it called the New Age Dry, which is an ounce of gin, pink grapefruit juice, ice, and then fill it with a New Age wine. So similar to the Red Needle, and it? it's a couple of thingy doos, and then <laughs> top it up with this. But it's so low alcohol that it's okay. You know, tell that to the police officer. See, it was only eight and a half percent. Yeah, it's like a strong beer. <laughs> Would you pull a guy over if he was drunk on strong beer? Yeah, I think not. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as you mentioned earlier, I did go to Victoria. Yes, sir. It's a fine city, you know. I kind of like Victoria. There's stuff to do and see. Yes, Victoria, British Columbia, our capital. You know, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess because the reason why it always seems that there's something new is because it's so goddamn expensive to get there. But you only go every 20 years. Yeah, you go once a decade, maybe. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I don't think I've been in years, probably a decade. And we went to, uh, well, we did many things, but one of them was to go to Clyde's Classic Lounge, the Chateau Victoria Hotel. Right. And uh, it's won all kinds of awards. It's the world's best hotel bar nominee, Tales of the Cocktail, 2011 through 2014, Canada's first Campari Red Bar, En Route's top five places to drink in the world. Wow. Uh, what, what is old? I'm not sure what this means. What is old is new again. Best classic cocktail bar, the Eat Awards, 2012. Best bar, 2013. Great, great whiskey bars of the world. So it's won all kinds of awards. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, decor-wise, it's very sort of, remind me a bit of sort of upscale English kind of bar. Not a tavern, mm-hmm. but a much more upscale. Yeah, they've got um, the big overstuffed chairs. Yeah, they've got big overstuffed chairs, you know. It's, uh, it's, a little bit, it's got a little bit of that British Baroque kind of feeling, but not overly done, so... Yeah, so uh, my wife and I had a had a drink each and an appetizer. And it was quite good. She had the. Uh, I'm just going to look it up here. Talk about talk about yourselves. Well, I did look at the at the menu. Uh, yeah. Uh, while you were when I knew you were over there, and I'm actually I'm going to save them both because there's a bunch of crazy interesting drinks that are doable, but just yeah, just some neat stuff on there. 
So we'll hopefully do those in the future. I don't want to do them in the past because that no. just messes up the timeline. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah. You know how Starfleet <laughs> feels about that. Oh, Screwing up the time. <laughs> uh, my wife got the Legend of Jorge. You may say the Legend of George, but that's not really how it's pronounced. It's the Legend of Jorge, which was lime leaf infused vodka, Cointreau, pineapple juice, lime juice, coconut, white chocolate syrup. And an egg white. Just oh, wow. Thumb it up. Right. Mm. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. And it was uh, very nice. The uh, Our uh, waitress, uh, I mean our cocktail uh, attendant, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't provide any uh, She said, yeah, if you like a, a sweeter drink, which my wife does, so she you'd really like the Legend of Jorge. And she did. And I had something mm-hmm. called the Blushing Ginger, which had... Uh, oh. Yeah, I think I saw that. It looked like a good one. Yeah, yeah ginger beer in it. And was, I loads of ginger. I was feeling my stomach was a little queasy, so I didn't really want anything too uh, too nasty. You wanted something that could also be a remedy. <laughs> yeah, something medicinal is what I was looking for. So, uh, yeah, but if you're in Victoria, I recommend all our oh, listeners. Yeah. You gotta go to Clive's Classic Lounge. Yeah, no, and it's, it's super it's, convenient to the Inner Harbor, which is where you have gone if you've gone to Victoria. If, if you're already at the BC Museum, or yeah. you've gone to the, the Legislature, whatever the hell yeah. it's called, or the yeah, yeah the Inner Harbor, just, uh, <laughs> new, new to the country, <laughs> a key corner from, uh, from the Empress in the back. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. And, it, and was I right? Is that place with the windmill still there? The Greek restaurant with the windmill? I think it is. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't open, but I think it was still there. Now, when I went to Clive's, mm-hmm. which was ten years ago, this very night. No, no, I don't think it was. I think it was 2011 that I went. Right. Or was it? Yeah, it was. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, I thought that the, the the decor was a little dated. Yeah, I, I got a vibe it. of about 1998, hmm. but like a lot of blue, a lot of aquamarine and a lot of blue. Is that still going on? No, no. I don't think so. <clears throat> okay, maybe they've redecorated it. It had yeah. that uh, sort of English, yeah, bar, library yeah. kind of yeah. feel. Yeah, a little, uh, yeah, it didn't have a British sort of tinge. Not, not, not too different from the... Um, uh, really? place we're at in New York. <laughs> the place we're at in New York. Uh, the... Um, the snap fingers? The snap fingers. The yeah. square box? Yeah. The, well, the, the, box. the round table. The round table. What? <laughs> no? No. Dorothy Parker. Dorothy. Dorothy Parker. Oh, the Algonquin. The Algonquin. Oh, yes. you see, now that, yeah, no, this was, oh, I wish I'd taken more pictures of it. Yeah. Like, I, like, if you'd said that this was the Little Mermaid bar, mm-hmm. it was like <laughs> yeah. turquoisey blue and like round no. porthole windows and, and no, bubbles no, and a lot no. of glass and stuff. No. And I was like, what the hell is this? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that. Well, you're, you'll, you'll be happy if you ever get back there again. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a little more refined now. It's yeah. funny because. Oh, that was so stupid. I was in Victoria the other day. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think we were going to be, because it doesn't open until 5. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, yes, that's right. Bars, and I thought we were going to be out of there mm-hmm. by 5. But we didn't actually leave Victoria until after 5. <clears throat> and we were drinking, me and my uncles, mm. Jack, Bob, and Bill. We were all there together. Wow. And I didn't even think to say, hey... <clears throat> Let's go over here. We were drinking beer at Swans, which was great. Yeah. And we had some stuff at Spinnaker's, which was great. Mm-hmm. And we also went to a place called The Canoe. 
Yeah, no, you could have easily fit a fourth bar in. We probably could have, because nobody was driving, right? We had no. the we had the bus, so mm-hmm. the double decker bus, which is terrifying to ride on, just <laughs> crashes through trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't check ahead of time. I don't know. You'd think they would. Yeah. Yeah, they even had a transit bus that was the double decker. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were on. Oh, you were on the. Tra- yeah. yeah, we're getting those here. In fact, I didn't see any of the traditional red. <laughs> yeah, so they got rid of those. And they yeah, replaced them with them. these modern white ones. They yeah. said, well, then you just paint them red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, they were, uh, yeah, they're all run on the British Leyland 2.4 liter engine, diesel engines or something. So probably probably not great to, for the environment. In fact, it was funny because, uh, well, it's not funny. It's just interesting. Uh, we, we got off the ferry because we were walking mm-hmm. on the ferry. Mm-hmm. And then, which is free for seniors. Yeah, no. Like Sunday to Thursday or Monday to Thursday or something. Yeah, no. So it didn't cost these guys anything. Mm-hmm. Then you get on the transit bus, which is this neat double decker thing, and you ask for a, a, a day pass. Uh-huh. The guy on the bus sells it to you. It's $5. $5? Yeah. $5. yeah. You can mm. ride the bus all damn day. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. We rode it twice, but it was still a hell of a deal. Yeah, I would say. That's a cheap trip for them. For them, yeah, no, exactly. And then I got all on my high horse. I'm like, well, you know what? These seniors, they got all the goddamn money in the world. Yeah. Could they not? How about $5? Exactly. Why don't they get to only pay $5 and then you drop me from 18 (laughs) to 13? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And everybody... Everybody wins. Yeah. Or or I still pay 18. You get an extra $5. It's still a hell of a deal. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, don't get him started on PC ferry. I was hey. on, but one day I hope to be a senior, and I too will ride the ferry for free. Yeah, that's and I'll goal. go with my uncles again. Exactly, they'll be in their uh, dotage, well into their dotage. They, they'll be doable, yeah. not doable, doable. Sorry, guys, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they listen. Drinkable. They'll be drinkable to drink. Still. <laughs> uh, so I got to wait fifteen years. Mm. Yeah, keep up the good work. Well, I'm just gonna. I, I'm gonna. Yeah. Do my best. Keep on drinking. Keep on drinking. Well, do I have a story? I, oh, I wanted to tell you guys. I'm sorry. Are we done with Clive's? I think we're done with Clive's. You enjoyed only. Clive's. I enjoy. I recommend Clive's. I think we should all go to Clive's sometime. Come on. Um. Uh, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Tales of Eddie. Tales of Eddie is what it was gonna be. Tales of Eddie is huge. Is it? Oh, it's gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. Wow. Based on the fact that my Uncle Jack mm-hmm. said, I got a kick out of that Tales of Anything. Are you going to do more of those? <laughs> of course we are. I yeah. said, yes. Not I, today. Not today. Well, not today. But we have two lined up. Yeah. Eddie was uncertain about whether we liked it or not. And I have not mm-hmm. responded to him, unfortunately. No, yet keep to say, him no, We do like it. But he gave me two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my Uncle Jack, he said, I got, a, I got a tale if you want to tell it. You can call it Tales of Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I had forgotten I like about this. He used to deliver mail oh, briefly. Did he? And he ended up delivering mail on our street. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And he uh, he had his mail all organized, right? Because right. I guess if you've ever seen a mail person come along, they quite often have a bunch of stuff already yeah. in their hand. Well, they're all shuff- pre-shuffled. Right? Yes. And what they do is they pre-shuffle it at the, at the office. Mm-hmm. And then they stash it, I think, in yeah. pockets. Pocket, sure, I would. How it works. He was coming up the walk of the people across the street from us, apparently. Mm-hmm. And they had a big, long, <laughs> long sidewalk, just a straight sure. one from the yep. street there, and then upstairs. Mm-hmm. And so he was walking in there and he was getting their mail ready. Yeah. And he heard somebody go, Hey, Jake! <laughs> Which That's was, not his name. 
I know. Poor <laughs> Uncle Jack. He has like 18 names. John, Jake, Jack, JJ. I uh, Jake. And it was my mom yelling from across the street. <laughs> Enough that he turned his head mm-hmm. and tripped because the cement was like an inch higher. Mm-hmm. So he went down and he went ash over tea kettle, he says. All of his mail flew up in the air. He was furious. Screamed at mum. What the hell are you doing? Why'd you do that? And that was it. He had to because his mail was all. It was. He had to go back and sort it all again. So, so there you go. That's and they never spoke again. Based loosely based on tales of Eddie. It's yeah, tales of Johnny. Wow. Tales of Johnny. He doesn't have to call him Johnny. No. So I got one little embarrassing uh, story to tell from my from my thing from my life. Oh, okay. it's Tales of Jason. It's, it's embarrassing for you. It's embarrassing for me. Not me. No, no. Am you I, guys, you guys are going to We're good? Out. No, you guys are fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. It was, as I said at the beginning of our podcast, it was the Sneaky Dragon 400th episode. Right. And so they had re- they brought in multiple guests, mm. much like they had done one time before mm-hmm. for uh, my cousin Dave's birthday. And so... Uh, they started to record downstairs, and we were all upstairs, and we went down. And so I missed the, the first, the first, uh, the, the the beginning of the first guest, this, this lady that was talking about stuff. And then the next up was a, a comic book artist. She mm-hmm. got up, and then next up went up these next three people who I'd seen before. I hadn't seen the other guy. He was just the guy that was with them. And uh, these are the people that did Bob and Margaret all those years oh, yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And so Ian, when he interviews them, based on the last time, he brought up the fact that they won an Academy Award for Bob and Margaret. Okay. And uh, I think it's... No, Bob's Birthday is what it's called. And then the TV show was called Bob and Margaret, but the actual short was called Bob's Birthday. National Film Board of Canada won. You can watch it online. Maybe I'll put it at the bottom. Well, maybe I won't, because I'm so embarrassed about this whole thing. <laughs> Wow. Which I'm going to tell Dave and Ian when I go on their show in, in the in the winter. Yes. So I'm, we're all sitting there in the basement waiting to, to do this. Mm-hmm. And they're being interviewed and they're talking about stuff. And, and Ian jokingly says, so who here in the room has won an Academy Award? And uh, the, the wife of Elizabeth Snowden and David Fine put up their hands mm-hmm. because they've won Academy Awards. Right. And they were nominated this last time around for another one. Really? Wow. But the other guy, he puts up his hand, too, mm-hmm. and looks sheepishly out at us. And I'm like, oh, so he must be, and sure enough, through the interview, it's only 10 minutes, um, they all went to film school together in England, and that's how they all know each other. Right. And so, uh, again, I'm, I'm just being slow, because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, here's this guy with them. Mm-hmm. He's so excited, because they went to Galliano Island, they've done some touristy stuff. Nice. My, my, uh, my initial thought was, this guy has come over, and they said, we're going to go do this podcast tonight, why don't you come along? Yeah, just and, some guy. Just a guy. Yeah, and then, why don't you come on, too? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be neat? Mm-hmm. But no, he's uh, won an Academy Award. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Again, there's some discussion about this, and how they all met, da-da-da-da-da. And then Ian tells a story. He says, "Oh, I just got to tell you this. This is so. This is so funny. One time, I put on at uh, my parents' place. I put on uh, the wrong trousers. Wallace and Gromit's the wrong trousers yeah. because I wanted them to see this thing. It's so funny." And he says, and "They did not laugh at all. They did not laugh." 
And I'm laughing, and it just became more and more uncomfortable, like you're watching some sort of a sex scene. What did he, I forget what example he used, but I felt this was the most uncomfortable since I watched something with my parents. And he says, well, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. But no, the rest of the world has said that this is very funny, and so you are funny, mm-hmm. and my family has no sense of humor. And so it goes off in my head, right? Like, so this guy's involved with Wallace and Gromit. Hmm. And he tells a little story about working at Ardman Animation. And he said, oh, so he knows them, so he's worked at Ardman Animation. Was, was he the janitor or the accountant? Right, exactly. Yeah. He's a gaffer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. An assistant? Maybe he did the, the sound effects. So it wasn't until I got home and looked up Nick Park, yeah. Academy Award winner Nick Park, uh-huh. multiple Academy Award winner Nick Park, uh-huh. creator of Wallace and Gromit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and key player. Yeah. And I I just felt so stupid. Number one, that I didn't ask. That I'm, you know, that these ideas are sort of coming like, well, that's interesting. You worked on Wallace and Gromit. I think you'd talk about that a whole lot more if you were, yeah, if you were really involved. It. Yeah. And the fact that he's, you know, I'm gonna put some of it back onto him to say that he worked at Artman Studios. Like if somebody said, I used to work at the Warner Brothers Studios. I don't know if I would. What's your name? It. Jack Warner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chuck Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I, I, you ever meet Humphrey Bogart? <laughs> I worked with Bugs Bunny. Who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so as it turned out, it was really cool, but I felt yes. foolish afterwards. Oh, it's a, better when it's cool in the moment, though. Not yeah. retrospectively cool. No, exactly. Did I you was... guys, did you, did you talk about anything else? Or did you share a bagel? Or... Well, here's the unfortunate thing. We were all sort of sitting around. Like, imagine if we had people watching us do this right now. Just that's over what, there? That's right. That's what we were doing. Yeah. But when they were done, they went upstairs. And by the time we were done, they left. And I'm like, at first I was like, well, why wouldn't they wait around and watch? I mean, we all stood around and watched you. Yeah. Like, we watched the Academy Award winners. <laughs> yeah. What about me? Mm-hmm. I have a podcast with my friends called The Gentleman of Elegant Leisure. Yeah, we're this close to Nick Carter? Anyway, Nick Park. Park. So uh, Nick Park, he's a great guy. Sure I can, he is. I did not you can vouch get, for that. I did not even meet him because he was just a guy that came in. There was mm-hmm. no introductions that were done. It was like everybody understood except for me. But then I'm not outgoing enough to go up and introduce myself. Because I've noticed that before. Exactly. In fact, what's your name again? I, I'm sorry, I've never been formally. <laughs> I'd rather not say. So that's my story. No. I don't have any. No, that's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's a uh, you know, not a you know, it's a little uncomfortable. So just, Nick Park, if you're listening, Jason would like to shake your. He, he, I would love to. <laughs> would love he would to, love to shake. I'd him. love to pepper this guy's question. Yeah, yeah, bump fists or whatever the British do. Because I mean, it's uh, I mean, we all know. I think we all know Wallace and Gromit. Do yeah. we not know Wallace mm-hmm. and Gromit? And I, I got to thinking as I found out about this. Yeah, we're recording. Okay, so as we continue recording Shall where we? we left off. Sure. Okay. We might have to do a little. All right, well, hopefully we. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for. <laughs> Due to technical problems, we've, uh, we've returned. Yeah, but After we're back. We're back. We think we're back. We're we back. Think- Something's going on. Something's going on. Okay. Um, so we had so Yes, you gave me a little extra squashy squash. I was trying to make it a little sweeter. Um, but I thought it was pretty good. So okay. yeah, we were at, uh, which one do we prefer? Uh, we, had, uh, we hadn't got to that point yet. So, um, oh. Which do you prefer? I kind of like the needle. I kind of like the red needle. I mean, this is, this is not bad, uh, considering it's uh, wine over ice. <laughs> it was lime juice. <laughs> it was lime juice. Uh, the lime juice does add something to it. I mean, it, it does. It's so 
this is easy. I, I don't know how many different wines you could do that with. I guess you need to have something that's got um, these particular parameters. Uh, but it's a, a relatively sweet wine, but it's, it's got some nice fruit flavors to it. So I, I, I would be concerned just switching and pouring out a glass of Pinot Grigio and throwing in uh, a little bit of lime and saying, hey, try it. it. <laughs> or you could try it. I, uh, I think I prefer the red needle too, which is why I added more sweetness to it because I enjoyed this more when I had it at home. I filled an actual wine glass with ice and wine yeah. and only a little bit of lime because mm -hmm. it was sweeter. Right. And I think that's what I like to go with the red needle today or mm -hmm. the tincho, but I think I don't know if I gave you guys a fair tincho. No, that sounds quite fair. Okay. It's fair trade. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, no, I like the uh, like I like the the needles, or needle 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 best. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't but know, if somebody gave me one of these, I'd be I'd be happy to have it. The Chicho. Oh, the verdict's in New Age. The yeah. product sucks. The link code is gone. Well, that's all true. <laughs> mm. But uh, it's an interesting product. You say it's six ninety nine Canadian. Six ninety nine Canadian. Now it's on sale right now. Normally it's ten ninety nine. Still, still ridiculously cheap. Right at the government liquor store. At the government liquor store. Or you can drive down to a winery in Delaware yeah. and yeah. buy their product for twenty seven dollars. <laughs> or you get it shipped from Argentina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, I know it's crazy. Uh, this is you know this is worth trying. I think it's uh, something people should do. If you so. if you're in a place where you can get this, yeah, new age. Yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting wine. I don't know if it's uh, how it stacks up for wine people, but yeah, uh, those wine people. But I think uh, it makes a good base for a cocktail. So just with a twist of lime, and I think maybe if you decided later to add a splash of gin. Speaking of splashes, try a little bit of straight here. Number five. Even though it's not very much. Am I a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I have to see how sweet it is on its own. It tastes like a weird cooler. Yeah. Like in a good way, but yeah. a weird cooler. Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, but no, it's, it's quite pleasant. It does have some... There's more fruit going on in there than a wine should have, or would have normally, I think. Yes. For my limited experience of wines. But um, but this is six ninety nine. I expect it wrong. Crap. Spin cut to you in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops. It's just in. Oh. That one right. thing. But um, no. But the needle, and, and I don't know how much it would do to the reposito, the the aging of the tequila. This one that we happen to use. Right. But I think any anytime you're dealing with a cocktail that's got two ingredients. They should both be the best, the best you can get, <laughs> and yeah, of course the president's choice. It's the president's. The president. Yes. Mm. Blah blah blah. <laughs> blah, <laughs> blah blah blah. President's the president's choice. Thank you for saying that. Well, thank you, guys, for getting together on this short notice. Yes, we're special episode. We're right up against our deadline here. Take it home right now and put on a beginning and an end, and take out the bad bit in the middle. Just it'll be good. It'll be good. Suddenly stop. All right. I'll um. So remember, I'll get you some pictures. Two. Oh. Big. Big.
Tip big. Tip big. Tip big. Tip big.